Welcome, everyone. My name is Giancarlo Torres, but only my closest friends call me by my nickname, Gianco. And that's why you are listening to the Gianco podcast, because I am your friend. Today, I am really excited because we have the privilege to talk to the one and only Dr. Jimmy Gutman from Montreal, Canada. Dr. Jimmy Gutman is a scientist who is most known for the topic glutathione. And you probably have never heard that word before. But trust me, after this podcast, you will have complete knowledge of what glutathione is and how and why Dr. Jimmy Gutman is so passionate about this. So let me stop speaking. Let me talk to uh, my friend. Can you hear me all right, Dr. Gutman? Can hear you perfectly, Janko. How are you? Fantastic. How about yourself? Very good. Thank you. Awesome. Dr. Gutman, I remember meeting you four years ago. It's crazy how time just flies by. And I remember I, I purchased your, your uh, I think, I think it was your third book on glutathione. And okay. I saw you and, and I said, can you sign it? And he said, you giggled. He said, sure, of course I can. And that was just the beginning of me really understanding what glutathione is and just knowing your history. So Dr. Gumman, for the audience that's listening, Please tell the audience, um, what's your background in medicine and why you got so passionate about this topic? Um, I am actually um, by... Dr. Gumman, I lost you. Emergency doctor. I spent many years both practicing emergency medicine and... um, teaching emergency medicine. Um, I practiced in the, in Canada and the United States and the far north. And eventually I was what's called the residency program director at McGill University. In other words, uh, all of emergency medicine that was taught at McGill was uh, my responsibility. So um, I taught literally thousands of medical students and residents emergency medicine. And um, one day, uh, something happened to me. And, and one day, it'll happen to you too, GC. Um, I turned 40. <laughs> and um, uh, emergency medicine is, is kind of like uh, professional sports. Uh, once you turn 40, you know, you're in the twilight of your career. You're going to find something else to do. And uh, I decided to, to look into... A natural medicine and um, I, I realized that there was a whole world in front of me that I needed uh, to learn because doctors aren't very educated about diet, nutrition, supplementation. Uh, in mm-hmm. fact, for most doctors, your patients know more about it than they do. And so yeah, and, and so I, I started looking at, at um, all kinds of things. Uh, and um, I, I have to tell you, it was a little bit disappointing, um, only because I'm, I'm at heart a scientist and I need to see clinical evidence that something works. I can't just rely on historical or anecdotal or testimonial evidence. Um, there were some really wonderful things in natural medicine, um, but for the most part, it was just lacking a certain validation. Um, 
one day uh, a patient of mine uh, came up to me and said, uh, uh, Jimmy, um, I've come across a natural product that is good for Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, um, cancer, heart disease, and on and on and on. And I kind of rolled my eyes and uh, said, you know, how could one substance possibly have so many positive effects on your health? It sounds like snake oil. It sounds like you're reading off a can of snake oil. And his answer to me um, was uh, a big thud on my desk. And uh, what that thud was, uh, was about 20 pounds of research articles. And he said, uh, you go home and read this. And uh, what he managed to do was absolutely ruin the next three months of my life because I, I, it was fascinating and it was um, all about this topic that you brought up. It was all about glutathione. Uh, see, I really wasn't very familiar with it. And uh, it was literally blowing my mind what I was reading. And um, this same gentleman uh, happened to know Dr. Gustavo Bunos, uh, who is a, a, a world-renowned scientist who is the person who invented um, this product called Immunical, which I, I'm sure we're going to talk about soon. And um, he got he got me into a meeting with Dr. Bunos. So when Dr. Bunos started talking to me about his research in glutathione, um, it changed my life. Um, I stopped doing what I was doing, and I decided I was couldn't pass this remarkable opportunity. Um, it was so uh, different. It was so fresh. It was so powerful. Uh, I said, I, I, I've got to study this. And that, that's when I started studying uh, glutathione. And, and here I am many decades later, and uh, it had been an absolute obsession for me uh, because I come across people like yourself who learn about this and Fantastic. are just as fascinated and, you know, and uh, uh, put it to remarkable use. story on how you found it. It truly is remarkable. But Dr. Gutman, um, let's talk a little bit more about what kind of problems humanity is going through, right? And, uh, you know, when I say problem, that, you know, I don't mean politics or anything like that. I mean, as in health problems, right? You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, you know, I get everything through my nutrition. You know, I eat very well. You know, I eat my eight to 10 fruits and veggies a day. You know, I, you know, I'm fit. You know, I do my exercise. I have low stress. I do yoga, right, or whatever. And, um, you know, I don't see why I should, you know, I should add any, any supplement, anything for my health. If I have everything in place, I know you've, you've, uh, talk to a lot of people like that, Dr. Gumman, and I know that there are people listening that probably think the same. What could you tell them when it comes to that? Well, first of all, I need to, I need to commend them on, on their efforts for doing everything right. I mean, somebody who's trying to eat uh, properly and exercising and taking care of their both their mental and spiritual worlds, I'm good for you, good for you. But um, in the year 2020, uh, it's just not possible to do two things. One, to get 
all the things that you absolutely need for good health. And number two, to avoid things that are bad for your health. Let's look at the first one, getting what you need. Um, when, when you and I, if we were to go over to the farmer's market, of course, we would see fresh produce. And, and uh, if we had enough money, we can go pick up the ones that are organically grown and uh, free of, of uh, contamination. But uh, uh, it, that's very, very difficult to find the kind of quality that used to exist even 20 years ago. You see, the, the potato that, um, that I have on, on my plate uh, in this year, it, it cannot be compared to the potato that my mother put in front of me. The nutrients are different. The genetics of the plant is different. Uh, we've eliminated many of the, the uh, um, original varieties of, of these plants where, where we practice what we call monoculture agriculture. Um, and um, interestingly enough, uh, I, I was in agriculture before I was in medicine. And so I, I got some insight into it. I'll tell you a funny story. Um, I was a master's student in agriculture and I, I had some friends and, and of course um, the, the hard part about doing a master's or a PhD is finding funding. And um, they had a lot of money coming in because they were working on a project. Uh, get this. Um, they were developing uh, tomatoes that were more square. Now why, why on earth do you want a square tomato? You want a square tomato so you can stack it up in the grocery and it doesn't roll over. And they wanted, they wanted tomatoes that would stack properly and they wanted them with a tougher skin and they wanted them to be bright red. And the, 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 the industry, the food industry, that this was very attractive to them. Did they give a second thought to the nutritional value? or even the flavor. No, they wanted good looking, tough fruits and vegetables that stack well, that can be transported without getting damaged. They didn't care one bit about the nutritional value. And that is what's happened. We can go way beyond um, tomatoes and we, we could look at uh, grains, uh, who are, which are are bred and manipulated to be able to resist um, herbicides. I mean, but but the nutritional value is 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 is, is an afterthought. So, getting the stuff that your cells are craving for their good health is tough, even for the people that have the time and the money to get fresh produce not pre-processed or, or, or packaged foods and cook it themselves. Even then, it's, it's, it's just really, really hard. So that's one issue is, is getting what you need. Now, the other issue is getting what you don't want. Uh, you can go to the middle of the Atlantic or Pacific Ocean and it's polluted. Uh, you can go to the top of a, a mountain range.
air is polluted. Um, the water is polluted. Um, there are in every single river of the world traces of antibiotics and heavy metals and, and you name it. So it is impossible to escape what we've done to the environment. And we, we require uh, certain nutrition for our bodies to be able to resist these poisons and these toxins and eliminate them from um, our cells. And so we're, we get, we're getting stuff we don't want and we're not getting stuff that we need. And this is why we absolutely need well, Dr. to Dr. use supplementation that's, that's going so forward. Especially this year, right in 2020. Um, there's so many things that we don't want <laughs> in our body. Yes. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, Dr. for Dr. sure, now for sure, where glutathione plays in all of this. I know that there are thousands of articles on glutathione. You have, you know, in your latest book, I mean, there's more than 200 pages, yes. I think 300 pages on glutathione. Now, of course, we don't want to overwhelm the audience, but I do know um, since I met you that you explain glutathione in an acronym. So. Please explain to the audience and us, what is glutathione and how is it best explained? Well, um, when I first started uh, lecturing and studying glutathione, like nobody heard of it. And I, I can give a, a talk to 300 doctors and, and most of them, when I said glutathione, had this puzzled look on their face. Uh, fortunately, now uh, it's really uh, establishing its, itself uh, in, the, in the world of, of uh, supplementation and, and even biochemistry. Uh, so it's becoming much more popular. But for the people that don't know what glutathione is, uh, well, y'all got glutathione inside of you. Our cells manufacture glutathione not just human cells, but all animals. And get this, not just all animals have glutathione in their cells, all plants, all, all insects, all life cannot exist with glutathione in these living cells. And the cell produces glutathione because it serves many important functions. Uh, the, the, the four most important of which, um, and I know you know this well, um, we use the acronym IDEA, glutathione. What a great idea, I-D-E-A. And uh, I stands for the immune system. Uh, D stands for detoxification. E stands for energy. And A, most importantly, stands for antioxidant. And if we look at these in turn, um, and going back to what's going on in the world right now, uh, the immune system, I mean, um, our immune system requires food, fuel, specific nutrition, um, and glutathione is, is literally um, one of the major nutrients upon which our immune system uh, functions. Uh, people with low glutathione uh, 
uh, are going to have a weak immune system. Um, almost all of the um, uh, immune challenged people, and you think of the worst uh, compromise like AIDS or, or uh, these people are by definition glutathione deficient. And anybody who is fighting an infection is going to tap into their glutathione. So um, the immune system, unless it has a steady supply of, of glutathione, um, starts to get feeble. And in order to mount a, an appropriate defense against health challenges, uh, we need to have glutathione uh, being poured into our immune uh, system. Um, D stands for detoxification. And uh, this, again, goes back to what we were saying earlier on. There's stuff that we're exposed to that we don't want to be exposed to. Um, uh, and I, I, I tell people that next to water, next to water, there's no more body than glutathione. And uh, the highest levels of glutathione to be found in the body uh, is in the liver, which is, after all, your major organ of detoxification. And when we say detoxification, well, it's all kinds of drugs, all kinds of toxins, uh, herbicides, pesticides, uh, heavy metals, um, just a huge list. Uh, and again, I'll, I'll take this opportunity to plug my yep. book. Um, you know, you, there's a whole chapter in my book just on detoxification and all of the things that, that uh, glutathione will rid your body of. Uh, I guess we're moving on to E now. I-D-E-A, E stands for energy. And maybe one day you and I will have an entire podcast just on glutathione and energy. Uh, it's, it's a huge topic. Um, but um, I'll just give you one example. Um, all of our cells require energy. And our cells have these little structures that act as batteries. Um, if you we'll go back to even high school biology, you'll remember uh, the mitochondria. These little mitochondria structures in your cell uh, provide energy. Now, these uh, mitochondria produce energy through an electrochemical process. And like any other energy source, you're going to end up with pollution. And the pollution in this case is something we call free radicals. And these free radicals or oxyradicals uh, literally heat up. And it's like an engine burning. And you need water to cool down the engine. Well, you need glutathione to cool down the mitochondria. And if you run low on glutathione, then the mitochondria become impaired can't produce the energy and your cells weaken. And this can manifest itself literally as muscular weakness. Um, so, I mean, we could, we, we, we could look at what we've done for Olympic athletes and for uh, professional athletes, uh, the ones that are um, taking Immunical, for example, to raise their glutathione levels. Um, uh, thousands of them uh, doing spectacularly well. Uh, even the, the, um, the older athletes, uh, they, they find even more benefit because uh, as we age, we lose glutathione. Uh, finally, we get to A, 
which is the rule that the majority people recognize for glutathione. And that is glutathione, the master antioxidant. Now, master antioxidant sounds more like a, a marketing term than a, a, a scientific term, but you'll, you'll see so many uh, people referring to glutathione as the master antioxidant. And the reason that is, is because not only is it the antioxidant that your body makes itself, you see other antioxidants like vitamin C and vitamin E and God, thousands of others need to be obtained by eating stuff, glutathione, your body makes it. And, but the major reason we call it the master antioxidant is because out of the between 2,000 and 4,000 different antioxidants that we know about, none of them, none of these antioxidants can work without the presence of glutathione. Glutathione recycles antioxidants, uh, glutathione re it recharges all these other antioxidants. And so um, uh, this, even a simple thing like vitamin C uh, just is not going to work unless glutathione is there uh, to recycle it. So you, you take those, those four, four letters, I-D-E-A, and, and just those alone, you can appreciate the, the, the profound impact Incredible. that this is Again, going to I've, have. I've heard on the idea. I got it from you. And every time I, I hear it, I always get something new. Just spectacular. Now, um, uh, Dr. Gutman, when most people hear something new, for example, like glutathione, the first thing they do is they go to Amazon or they go to vitamin shop or to the yes. nearest you know, health store. And they buy the first supplement that says glutathione, and and, and they drink it every day. Uh, what's the best way to have enough glutathione in our body? <laughs> mm -hmm. Because um, this is just one of so many things that um, the majority of people are misled. Um, you really, whenever you hear something or learn something, you got to do a little bit of homework. Um, glutathione cannot be eaten and you expect it to raise the levels in your body. Uh, when you eat glutathione, it just gets broken down in your digestive system. It doesn't make it to your cells. Um, so the, it, it, it's kind of like, you know, you, your, your son or daughter isn't doing in well in school. You can't expect to feed them brains and see their marks go up. You got to feed them what's good for their brains. And in the case of glutathione, you need to give yourselves the building blocks, what we call precursors so that your cells make their own glutathione. This is key. The way to raise glutathione in a human being is to give that person the specific building blocks or nutrients so that their cells make their own glutathione. That's, that's such a key my point. Pleasure, Thank Dr. you for Gunman. bringing that up. So Dr. Gumman, now, you know, since you've been in the glutathione field for so long and you are known as the doctor that knows most about glutathione and, and you know, 
I'll give you the permission to boast, okay, about that. Um, what I do know also is that once you found out about glutathione, you met Dr. Bunos, as you said in the beginning. Dr. Bunos and his colleague, Dr. Patricia Kongshavit, they discovered something remarkable on how to raise glutathione. Please share with the audience what that was and why you're so passionate about this. Absolutely. And and thank you for the compliment. But I, I, I have to tell you, there are people that are way smarter than me. I'm just crazy enough to have studied one little molecule for, for a quarter of a century. Um, you see, we said that you need to give your cells precursors to make glutathione. And up until they made their discovery in the 19... 19- 70s um there was really only one very effective way of raising glutathione of course you know we're going to get some of these building blocks from natural foods and fresh produce but it was one it was one drug that's still being used um and as an emergency doctor i i used it quite a bit um called n-acetylcysteine and this this is a drug that uh, you can find even in natural health food stores in, in a much weaker form, um, which was the way to raise glutathione. But it was problematic because when you take N-acetylcysteine, it carries a certain toxicity itself. And when you start to take therapeutic doses, uh, a lot of people uh, will just feel ill. Um, the other problem with NAC is that um, it has something that we call in pharmacology a short half-life. So when you take something like NAC, it, it lasts for about, I don't know, three, four hours, and then it's gone. And sometimes your glutathione levels will crash down even below where you started. So you got to take it three, four, five times a day. If it made you feel sick, the first time you took it, it's going to make you feel five times as sick the fifth time you took it. Now, Dr. Bunos and Dr. Kongshavit, they had the um, idea that our immune response, for the most part, depended on our nutrition. You would think that that would make sense and would have been established years ago. But um, for for the longest times, doctors just weren't really paying attention to nutrition. Um, it, it would Even a kid would say, well, you know, you are what you eat, but our focus has been so much on the biochemistry of pharmacological agents. And um, they've done us a lot of good, but we kind of missed the boat on nutrition. They wanted to find a specific genes um, that would improve the immune response. And um, they looked at all kinds of stuff, animal proteins and plant proteins and soy and algae and different amino acids. Um, and it wasn't until this box arrived in Dr. Bunos's desk and he got this box uh, sent to him from Europe and it had a letter on it and it said, dear Dr. Bunos, this is a, 
a byproduct of one of our industries here in Europe. Um, we, um, to this point, because it's a byproduct, we've just been dumping it in the fields, we've been dumping it in the rivers, and the government asked us to stop because the fields and the rivers were overgrowing. And uh, Dr. Bruno thought that was interesting. And uh, it was his fine white powder. And uh, so he, he took this fine white powder and uh, it didn't hurt that the request from this European company had a check of $10,000 there, which every researcher appreciates. And he put it into his experiments and um, feeding it to animals to see if uh, him and Dr. Kongshavin can stimulate uh, a, a, a stronger uh, immune uh, reactivity to a threat. And lo and behold, uh, a few years later, they realized that there was a group of laboratory animals that were living. These animals were living anywhere between 30 and 50% longer. I mean, this started turning a lot of heads. Um, and uh, these animals, it's not like we were extending their lifespans, but what we were doing was uh, we were protecting them from the development of certain diseases. Uh, infectious diseases, sometimes there were cancers that ran endemic in these populations, and these animals were just healthier, and that's why they were living longer. We didn't know why. We just knew that this fine white protein powder was doing it. It took yet another few years to realize that what was happening was that this powder was raising a substance in their body. You guessed it glutathione and by raising glutathione we were able to impart upon these animals an, an additional resistance against disease so um clearly this was very exciting but um your your audience needs to understand that a very fantastic finding in a laboratory animal 95 percent of the time this will not translate into success in the human being. Yep. You know, our physiologies are different. They just, you know, animal studies are great. You need to do them, but it doesn't mean it's going to work in a human. So we, we got uh, a human study going, and we got it going in the 1980s um, when AIDS was around. You see, back in the 80s, if you had AIDS, it was that was it. You know, it was a, it was a death sentence. Yeah, fortunately, these days, uh, AIDS patients do remarkably well. But back then, you had AIDS, it was over. So the ethical boards and the, the government uh, said, okay, um, these people are going to die anyway, so go ahead and play with your white powder. And um, the results were, were, were so um, compelling, uh, bringing down viral loads, uh, raising something called a CD4 lymphocyte count. This is a type of white blood cell that goes bad in AIDS patients, uh, putting um, mus muscle mass back on. Uh, well, you've seen um, AIDS patients uh, in, in, in their terminal stages. They're just skin and bones. Um, and uh, we started publishing on this, and and the, the articles were so great, everybody wanted in. Um, um, 
everybody, when I say everybody, I mean everybody, everybody, all the AIDS researchers across the world, it drew their interest. And it, it drew the interest of the Nobel, the, I think it was 2008 Nobel Prize in Medicine, Dr. Luc Montagnier, who after all is a discoverer of the AIDS virus. Um, he put out a book and there was a whole chapter uh, just on uh, immunocal, not on glutathione, on immunocal, the white protein powder that that uh, Dr. Kong Shavin. And um, is a uh, now sold as a natural product, uh, which means um, yeah, you don't need a prescription know, I, for it. Uh, it's like, um, like if it was a great story, uh, just a great story. My mother was not well in her health, and uh, he tells about immunocal. Gave it to her. I remember in a very short period of time, I see a new mom. That was, you know, I remember it was a Sunday morning. Something special about Sunday mornings. Wow. Well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> and and I see her cleaning the kitchen, reorganizing the kitchen. And I ask her, <laughs> mom, what, what's different? She says, well, it's immunocal. And that's really when I got passionate about glutathione. And that's when I met you at uh, Long Beach, California. And uh, since it's been, it's been such right. a journey to be able to help so many people understand this, right? And really, really just see the value. So Dr. Gumman, you know, before we, we finish this uh, just fantastic podcast, and I, I just once again, thank you for sharing with all of this. For everyone that is, that is listening to this and that is probably amazing, probably is like, okay, no, thank you now? What will you tell them? Well, I, I think that um, as research progresses and as we learn more about, more about glutathione, um, I, I think that uh, in the future, people are going to be raising their glutathione levels as commonly as they take a multivitamin, as commonly as they brush their teeth. And so the, the next question arises, um, how do you do that? And of course, I've worked on this project for a quarter of a century, and um, for me, the way to go is 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 Immunical. It's it's the one um, that shows up um, in the major uh, pharmacy books. Uh, uh, that being in the United States, you have something called a PDR, a physician's desk reference. Uh, up here in Canada, we have something called a CPS, uh, a blue book that uh, everybody's seen on their doctor's desk. Um, these are books that sit on the desk of every single doctor and every single pharmacist in North America. And if you look up the glutathione precursor that's in there, you look up in the letters I, and what do you find? You find Immunical. So this has uh, been tested. It's been proven. It has, by the end of this year, there's going to be over 70 published articles. Now, yeah. Yeah. And again, for the health professional, you know, we have to stay with um, what's been proven scientifically. And the way you determine what's been proven scientifically is through good research. So you have to see published studies. And, and that's, that's really what I'm most proud about with my association with this, uh, with this company called Immunitech. Just a, a strict adherence. It's always a pure to talk science. To you I love it. And to be um, uh, really, you know, our job is to 
give value to people, right? Educate people on, uh, on just good things. And, um, when I thought about you and I asked you, Dr. Gumman, you know, can you, can you be part of my podcast? And you said, yes, I was, I was the happiest guy ever because, um, you know, people need to hear what we're talking about and the whole fact that you took your time to share your story, share and, and to talk about what glutathione is just, you know, it, it makes my heart happy, but I know I'm hundred percent convinced that this podcast will reach to hundreds if not thousands of people and people will be like, okay, let me do something. Let me, you know, let me get, you know, my glutathione levels up and let me get healthier. So Dr. Gumman, thank you so much for um, being my guest for today. And who knows after this world situation, when we can see each other. Uh, Janko, I, it's me that, that has to thank you. I, it's just such a pleasure speaking to you and you're, you're so passionate in, in no, what you, you do and, for everyone and it, that it really, it, it comes across. Like so thank you for the opportunity. About, text me at 678-923-0978. And I would love to have a conversation with you. Week through week, I will be interviewing successful entrepreneurs who will talk about their journey. I will interview people who have had good results with health alternatives that might be beneficial for you. We'll talk about entrepreneurship tips, strategies, personal development, and a lot more. So if you're interested in business, health, and personal development, subscribe to this podcast channel, and I know you won't be disappointed. And that's it for today, folks. My name is Giancarlo Torres, but since you're my friend, you can call me Gianco. Have a great week, everyone.